0: Welcome once again to the Lifehouse Beloved podcast, and we hope that you've had time over the last week to really just meditate on the word and just get your teeth into it. So we are carrying on with our look at the book of Philippians, and tonight we're going to start, well, sorry, tonight or today, wherever you are in the world, this podcast, we're going to, to look at uh, Philippians chapter 1, verses 12 to 26. Jude, Could you just read that for us, please? Um Sorry, I've just lost it now, 12
1: to 26. Now, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. It is true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. The latter do so out of love, knowing that I I am put here for the defense of the gospel. The former preach Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing that they can stir up trouble for me while I'm in chains. But what does it matter? The important thing is that every way, whether false motives or true, Christ is preached, and because of this, I rejoice. If I am sorry, if I am going to go on living in this body, this will mean fruitful labour for me. Yet what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far, but it is more necessary for you that I remain in in the body. Convinced convinced of this, I know that I will remain and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in faith. So that through my being with you again, sorry, my being with you again, your boasting in Christ Jesus will abound on account of me.
0: Thanks, Jude. So if we just jump back um, there to, to verse 12 where he says, Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. As a result, has become clear throughout the whole palace garden to everyone else that I am in, cha- I am in chains for Christ. So Paul was in, in prison here while he was under house arrest. And the interesting thing, if you study and look up the word where he talks about he's in chains, I was just telling the girls earlier, It's talking about it was a short chain that he would be attached to a guard with. And so um, you just look at this, what has happened has served to advance the gospel. So instead of it stopping his, you know, his preaching and his missionary outreach, it actually advanced it and made it bigger because people were allowed to come to his house freely to listen yep. to him. And he's got a guide chained to him all the time. And the whole palace guide, like it rotates. It's yes. different guides. So they hearing that preaching. You know, Paul, of course, would be talking to them all the time. So... You know, expanded the ministry for himself and others because it says as well that, um, and because of his chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord. I mean, they would have been seeing the results of the Word of God on these soldiers, even yeah. seeing softening and you know whatever. And I'm sure there were conversions, and so that gave them in turn a boldness to speech, to speak out. And so, what do you think, girls? Have you got anything to add to
2: that? Something that something that came to me was um, something that. I heard somebody else say recently and I was actually talking to a non-Christian uh, friend of mine about this and um, I was saying about how this is how I wanted to live my life and the question that I would heard was is there enough evidence to convict me of being a follower of Christ and yeah. Yeah. and for me to get into this situation. And I was telling her about how I want, I want people to know yes. that, that's yes. that that's what I'm like. And um, it was nice that she actually said, well, it's evident to me. Oh, <laughs> so yes. I thought, oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, um, and, and, yeah, I liked how it talked about, you know, rejoicing because Christ was preached no matter what. The mm. Motives, mm. so yeah.
0: yeah, that that I've heard that before, Debbie is enough evidence to convict me, and that's really a very sobering thing, as well, isn't mm. it? Because you know, in some circumstances or some places, you know, afterwards, I think no, there wasn't, mm. yeah, and that's really an indictment, isn't it? So, yeah, um, this scripture as well, um you know, led me to think of 2 Timothy 4.2, as I'm going to be preaching on from there on Sunday. But in the charge that Paul gave to Timothy, he said, preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season. Yeah. And that was Paul's attitude. How many of us would, you know, he was already, the reason he was under house arrest and imprisonment was because of his preaching in the first place. Yeah. And so, you know, be prepared in season, out of season, whether it's convenient or inconvenient. And, and, you know, he just had that attitude of that being prepared in and out. And so it meant that, you know, whatever circumstance he found himself in, he could just carry on preaching. And, and, you know, um, I was just thinking, comparing that attitude to my own difficulties in life, he was in prison. Mm. Um, you know, and again, just his attitude there just reflects on his whole life attitude. You know, he says elsewhere that for me to live is Christ, or he says, and then to die, you know, is gain. And yep. Yep. and there's other places where he says, "I've resolved to to know nothing while I'm with you other than Christ Jesus." So, you know, for him as well, his life began when Jesus spoke to him, and you know, and that and that's been his whole life. And just that attitude is totally totally sold out for Jesus, Um, yeah, and so obedience to him was just Paul's whole life, and, you know, I was just thinking about that. Is obedience for us sometimes, or, you know, following Jesus is just part of our life, or is it actually the driving force and you know, it makes it, it makes to me. It makes me rethink my attitude towards difficulties. Because can we really see a bigger picture? Because as I yep. said with him, yep. look at his attitude. Like you said, no, he for him, his attitude is well, it doesn't matter because yeah. Christ is yeah. getting preached and the gospel's going. And
1: yeah, that's a mm-hmm. sorry. Just the mm-hmm. false or true motives. Christ has preached, and yeah, and it's, and I was just like, wow. Like, and, and
0: what I awesome. love about Paul as well is he doesn't care about any credit for himself. No. no. yeah. He says it doesn't It doesn't matter you know at least Christ is getting preached and he's not looking for any credit or this one's teaching my stuff or he's mm. teaching mm. wrong he's just like as long as Christ you know well obviously you would worry about them teaching wrong things but Christ is preached Yeah. Um. you know and an Isaiah as well that I love um, a verse that I love where, where God says that his ways and his thoughts are higher than ours yes. mm. It says my ways my thoughts you know not like yours I'm just paraphrasing but yeah. my ways and my thoughts are so much higher um, and to me, that word higher, whenever I read it, always means superior, and it's because God has got the much bigger picture, yes, among, yeah, much yeah. bigger view, um, and a much bigger aim for what can come out of the situation. I mean, we just have to think of other examples. Think of Daniel, think of Joseph's life. Yes, um, yeah. you know, it, it looked like for Joseph in particular, to me, that looks like I would think. To be falsely accused of rape, well first of all to be left for dead and then sold, dragged away from everything you knew, to be falsely accused of rape. You know, to go to prison, all of that. To me I would think that's like the end of the world, right? Devastation. Yes. But that and that um you know, God just used that for such a bigger purpose and Paul's imprisonment here as well, opened doors that he wouldn't have gotten into otherwise mm. because, um, you know, he had the journey from Jerusalem to Rome and, and and through that journey he's gone through meeting Festus and Felix and King Agrippa and so people that he would never have got to talk to. And now he's got two years of house arrest where he's free to preach and people yeah. can come in and out. I mean, think of that, you know. <laughs> He was in prison because he caused riots with his preaching and now he's free to preach and he's got soldiers guiding him to protect him basically. So yeah. <laughs> oh, how amazing yeah. is God that mm. he just turns everything to good.
2: Yeah, I thought yeah. that was so good. Yeah. Um I, I was thinking of the verse, you know, consider it pure joy. Yes. You know, in James it says that. Yeah. And um you know, when, when you face these trials, you know, yep. and we, we often joke, don't we, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. with our sister, a... with yeah. we often joke about, you know, are oh, you going through something really bad? Yay! Yay!
0: We're living our dream. <laughs> yeah, living the dream. <laughs> and we do need to remind each other, though, yeah. it? because yeah. it's so mm. easy to yeah. slip into that negativity yeah. and that yeah. grumbling and complaining. Mm. Yeah, You know, there's that little saying out mm. there, which is mm. good, I mean, don't let the, what what is it, don't let your blessings become your cause for complaint or well, something that you've prayed for, really wanted. That,
1: that's mm. where our talked. living the dream came yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> we talked about that before, this is what we wanted, and then it becomes a yeah. complaint. Yeah. And, I mean, the scripture that I think of there as well, of course, is, um, you know, all things work together for good. For yes, love yeah. the Lord, and and I think it's just having that positive attitude in there, being mm. submitted to whatever God is going to teach you through this. Yep. Um, is what makes mm. all the differences, and right? it's
1: just not how we see it; it's how he sees it.
0: Yeah, and that's and, and we cannot. We've got such a mm. limited mm. view, and so yep. we and that's where our faith comes that's in. Isn't it? It, yeah. Knowing that God's got a bigger picture and He knows exactly where we are and what's yep. going on. And yeah, so I mean, I just love. I'd love to live a life, have an attitude like Paul, where just yes. totally sold out in everything he does. It's just Christ, mm-hmm. Christ, cross, and it's not. Um, that's his driving force yeah. of his life, and
2: you know, well, we have to just have to trust that God. God. No, like, like the God. the the word, says, the word says, God says, God. "I I know the plans I have for yeah. you. Yeah. He knows the plans yeah. He has yeah. for us. Yeah. Yeah. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. Yeah. You know, so, so, so why why do we why worry about, about you know? About, you know Getting so down, you know. Why do we get so down yeah, about it? You yeah, know, we we should rejoice because our lives are in His hands. Yeah, that's like, right. Yeah. You know, that's. Yeah, that's but you right. know what it is, Debbie. You know, if you read that scripture as well, I
0: think a lot of people take that and probably even, I don't want to say they misquote it, but like, oh, I know the plans I have. Plans to prosper, you prosper. You, so I'm going to be alright. It's going yeah, to prosper. No, no. And, and yeah. so our definition is that if it doesn't look good or if it doesn't look like immediate blessing Mm. and prosperity, then there's a problem. Mm. But his plans are to prosper him, and his definition of prosper is totally different to ours. That's right. If he was giving you just a sugar diet, right, just blessing, 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 you never went through hardship, you never got corrected, Yep. you're going to end up shallow, entitled, and and selfish. Sugar brings decay. Absolutely no (laughs) character, (laughs) right? Yeah, Yeah. sugar does leave to decay. (laughs) And so for him, for you to prosper, Yeah. Yeah. For him, prospering is well, Your character's developing, Debbie. Yeah, it's growing. The grown. spirit is growing mm. and developing, Debbie. Comes
1: back You're to You're becoming a
0: whole-rounded yeah. person, Debbie. You're not the shallow person, but all that comes through trials. So yeah. I think yeah. that's where the problem comes in our definitions of what it means to prosper and whatever, yeah. and we do lose sight of that bigger picture. And as you say, if we could just realize what. what He means by that, yeah. yeah, Yeah. we should be able to just hold on to that. Yeah, Mm. so that's really important. All right, so um, So, um, verse 19, he says, I know that through your prayers and God's provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. And, you know, I've just mentioned that scripture about all things working together for good. So, girls, what should our attitude be in light of any trials or difficulty? That should be our song. attitude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be the joy inside. I don't, yes. don't think we're necessarily gonna be well, like, we may no, not. but yeah, yeah, but that what you said there's sort of almost a voice of you know, what your heart should be yeah. able to just yeah. still yeah. It's a joy and a peace, isn't it? Yeah. It's just yeah. yeah. And it's not the same as happiness. No. No. No, no. it's no. not. No. 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 And no. I think that's for people happiness is yeah. Yeah temporary, it's also dependent on your circumstances and that's the big difference. Joy is not dependent on your circumstances because it's actually about having an anchor in something deeper which is Mm. Christ and Mm. that's where joy comes from. So irrespective of circumstance. Yeah. Yep.
2: I I know there's been times for for me personally that um, I, you know, have found myself in a really dark situation, you know, and just... You know, I could feel that it was. You know, I was I was devastated, or It wasn't devastated is not the right word. I was just in a situation where I just know that I I had a choice to either just be succumb like succumb to, you know,
0: becoming self
2: pity or yeah, and becoming depressed or or I had the choice of looking to God and. And saying what What are you going What are you doing You know, and and I chose that. I remember I, I, I remember physically looking into. I, it was the night that I had my first son, and I was just I, I for some reason I was just overcome with a lot of um yeah just just it felt like just a darkness had just come on me. You know, in a time when I I should be excited, but I was I just wasn't. Um, And and for whatever reason there had been things that had happened with the birth and um, that it was a bit traumatic. And I remember looking up into this really dark corner of my dark, you know, hospital room and just going, God, I know you're there. You know, I've got nothing. I'm holding on to you, you know, giving my everything into your hands because I don't know what your plans are here. I'm just going to have to go with whatever your plans are and I'm trusting you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he did not let me down. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm, a, yeah. I, I'm here today to just went back a
0: second one. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I know, I know. <laughs> yes, I did. But but you know, like there's there's those times that you come to in your life and and I, and I look at that now like I can look back and I could have either been looking back at that situation and going, "That was so, so bad," and I know in my head that it was a dark time. But I know that that was a that was I can tell now it was a, a stretching time and it was, a, yeah. it was a it was a time of um of growth because yeah. I had to just go right. I'm holding on tight here, God. Yeah. Mm. I'm not letting go because. Yep. What else yeah. is there? You
0: know, that's that <laughs> so good, Debbie. And I think that's really important. What you're saying that we need to realize is that it's nothing to do with how you feel no yeah. you made a conscious yeah cold, it was a head, calculated head choice, yeah. decision yeah.
2: yeah in spite
0: of the circumstances in spite of what you felt and that mm. is fruit of your faith yeah. Yeah. yeah and that really shows and so I think that's really good um, because and what you said as well there when we get on to here um the need to submit to whatever God will do, and that's what you Mm. did there. You couldn't see Mm -mm. why, or you couldn't see the outcome, but you chose. And that's really important for our listeners to realize that Mm. it's choice. And choice, often you're not going to have the feelings that go with Mm. it. In fact, often it feels like you're having to push through oppression and through a brick wall, and it's just a cold, calculated choice. And often it is in in total opposition to what you are feeling. And you've just got to stand and push through. And because let me tell you that God is faithful, as Debbie said, He will work everything it doesn't matter what the bible says all things yeah no matter how terrible or how traumatic or what it is he will work it together for good you won't necessarily see now you won't understand or know why he will work it to good okay and it's not saying that you know bad things don't happen to you but what it is trying to say is if you submit to him and give it over to him He will turn it to good somehow and he's he going to use it to grow you and develop you. But he doesn't yep. use it for your
2: good. He uses it for his good. I just well, he to will
0: get glory but yeah. it will end up in oh, yes, good for you. Because you. yes, oh, you're yeah, will be get something out of yeah. it, character development. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, what you're saying as well is not to see it as yeah, yeah. Um, the primary motive is not, you know, that, Come on, oh, God, when you're going to end for up me? getting yeah. whatever, yeah. but he's yeah. going to use it yeah. to turn... He's going to use it to grow you and to do something yeah. you love. So you yeah. will get good out of it, you know, and he will use it for you. Yeah. But it will be in such a way that it brings him glory, right? Well, that, yeah. That's why we yeah. have to give ourselves over to him. And, and again, yeah. but it's all conditional. You've got to respond correctly. You yeah. can't just, you know, if you refuse to submit. And I'm not meaning that, you know, when bad things happen, you have to submit to that. Mm. All I'm trying to say is just having that attitude where you can hand it over to God and, mm. and you know, and the no, sooner you accept that, the not. easier the ride as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and that was what Paul's attitude we saw there as well, where he said, what does it matter as long as Christ is, is preached? Yep. And so, as I said earlier, he doesn't care about credit for himself. And that's the view that we need to have in every situation. Basically, it's God put me in this situation. This is Paul's view. He put me in this situation and he means it with all its problems and difficulties to make my happiness and usefulness in time and for joy and peace in eternity. And I mean, you look at that. You know, you know, there are things that happen to us, yes, that God hasn't caused, but there's certainly things as well that we think are bad and we think couldn't come from God, where God has actually done it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at this, how God engineered it, because when Paul was in prison, you know, in Jerusalem, then there was a threat against his life, and so they had to move him, and then he got to speak to this one, and they moved him here, and he got to speak to that one. That's God's yeah. engineering, yeah. You know, um. So yeah. So um, if we look at the next part, and, and this is what you're talking about, Debbie, that time of difficulty and stretching. Mm-hmm. It's the only way of developing godly character, and there is no shortcut or avoiding if you want to have depth and character. yeah, So you can avoid it. Yeah. You can shortcut it, but you're not going to have the character. Um, so what about that? What have you girls got anything to say about that difficulty in stretching?
2: I just when I was going through this, I um, there was a few different Situations that I thought of, but one that, that came to mind was I just thought of a pineapple, and you know how I know this is kind of a weird thing, oh, that's but um, it's right.
1: I thought of a bike, so you know.
2: Yeah, okay, good. good. I mentioned earlier. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so where's, where's my heart? my <laughs> stomach? But I was thinking about a pineapple, and um and you know how nowadays you know everybody wants their fruit ripened really quickly, so they they. They try and shortcut the process of growing not just pineapples but all sorts of fruit. Yeah. But um especially pineapples, like you know what a what a good pineapple's supposed to taste like. Yep. Mm. And then when you get one that's been shortcut to, you know, just growing quickly and looking good, mm. you cut into it and you're like, no, oh, it's actually doesn't have much taste. It yeah, doesn't true. have much flavour. And, yep. and, um, yep. and it's not you know, it's not sweet, and it's. Well,
0: no, I know why some fruits like that. I didn't know. Yeah, short
2: because they they t- they pick them off the tree too early, yeah. or yeah. you know, just to shortcut it to the shop or to the customer quicker. So you know, that's what came to my mind. when I was We're thinking, We're know, then really aren't we? Because
0: you spend that money and you're throwing it in the bin. Yeah, but then I guess it's our fault for being this consumer society that bars it when they do that. That's like don't yes, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. You know it's good. Well, I've got the. I mean, if you think about it, you know, I love the whole thing of character. Anyway, it's a topic that's mm. dear to my heart. And but characters what actually defines you? It's what people yeah. see in you. And and this was really this sort of stopped me in my tracks. It's what people will say about you after you pass away. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know that's interesting, isn't it? Um, And so the challenge that I want to say as well, how are you investing in your own character? Mm. Mm. What are you doing? Because if you're going to invest in your character, you need to get into the Word of God. You need to hold on to those promises when those hard times come and the fruit of the Spirit, you need to grow your fruit. And I was just thinking as well that, you know, we all know how more is caught than taught and how our children are like little sponges. Do you know and they and and, and it just gets me I get frustrated when I see people, you know, who are saying that they're Christians and they've got all this stuff that they're just refusing to deal with and they've got all these behaviors and I want to say to them, like, I know you love your children, what are you modeling to them? Mm -hmm. If you're gonna take So many years to sort yourself out, hey, your kid's picking all that up and then they're going to have years of trying to sort the problem. Just because you get yourself sorted, then you've still, how many years have you sown that into them? So just sort yourself out quickly, you know? And your character gets reflected in how you you serve the kingdom. And you know, when we die, Jesus is either going to say, well done, or he's going to say, I never knew you. Mm. And we get to decide that now, what we're going to hear there. Um, I just want to read to you Romans five verses um, three to five. And you know, because we're talking as well about how same scripture. And, um, <laughs> now, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character and character, hope. Yep. I mean, I love that scripture. Hey, so, you know, and that's what you're saying, Debbie, when you were talking earlier about giving birth, you know, afterwards the suffering. And it was perseverance and perseverance character that I'm just gonna push through even though I can't see or hear yep. or feel or whatever. So yeah. Um and you know, Jesus promised us that we would be hated. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he promised us that we'd be face face trials. And this is one of the things that really concerns me when there's um, a lot of preaching out there where it's only preaching prosperity and blessing. Yeah. What did they do with these scriptures? Yeah. They just don't read them. Ignore them. Yeah. And Jesus, but Jesus said it. So, you know, me saying you need character or hard times are good for you is not being negative. No. no. Jesus said it. So I just, you know, we have to just preach the full gospel.
1: <laughs> yeah. One thing I thought of with character is that it's not perfection. It's a consistent thing. like. I know I'm not perfect. Really? Shh! (laughs) Don't tell my husband. Debbie
0: thought you were. Yeah, (laughs) don't tell my husband.
1: He doesn't know. Um, I'm I'm sure he knows more than we do. Oh, yes, he does. Um, But I know know. that. in my life that I'm consistent with keeping short accounts or to the best of my ability and learning to do it better. Like, it's just a consistent thing. It's still, it's making a choice every day, sometimes every minute that, no, this is how I need to live my life. So I need to, if I'm doing it wrong, then I need to change. And you know, so, yeah, it's not a perfection thing. Yeah. It's it's consistent.
0: Because if you don't have character, you can't consistently keep up those Yeah. Oh, anyway. totally. It just becomes behavior management yeah. and yeah. it's all going to come out sooner or later. Yeah. Mm. And, um yeah, as we said earlier, your true character is really revealed in how you act in any situation. Yes. Uh, as I said before, actions are louder than words. And, you know, you know we need to be so careful that when adversity comes or difficulties, we're still exhibiting fruits of the spirit. In our mm. actions and our words, because you know, often we might, if we confess confessing you know, or saying one thing and our behavior contradicts that, mm. then you know, that's, that's another the truth is about us.
1: Yeah, another scripture I was looking up on character 2 Peter 1 5. Um, well, it's 3 to 11, but I won't read that far. But it says, For this reason, make every effort to add faith, goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to per- perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. For if you possess the qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unpro- unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, yeah. It's just like, well, if you're not learning these and seeing them and seeking them, yeah. then you're going to be ineffective. And and you know,
0: I like there, it's got first, I think it had perseverance before self control, didn't it?
1: Nice, uh, nice no, self control, perseverance. Oh, is that what it yeah. says? Okay. Mm.
0: But there, I mean, you look mm. hand in hand if you don't have that, like you, Debbie, to persevere and push through, you had to yeah. have mm. that self control, no? Yep. I'm not yep. going to give in to my feelings yep. or whatever. This is what the Word says. I know what it says even though I feel so mm. I'm going to persevere and push through.
2: Because it's, it's not just, and it, even in that situation that I was talking about before, it, it's not just a one-time, okay, God, I'm yeah. giving this to you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That, that's to every day. That's yeah. That's an everyday Yeah everyday yeah. occurrence.
1: And one, one thing that struck me as well in that is that um, before you even get to godliness, you have to have the faith, the goodness, yeah. the knowledge, the self-control, the perseverance, and then you get godliness, and then you get mutual affection, yep. So, which is love, you know. It's, so, yeah, you need to go through all that to...
0: And you see, if you look at going through all that as well, because I always have one of my other things that I'm really passionate about is what I call the false love. Yep. Mm, yep. Um, and if you look at having all those first and then getting to love, because true love
1: yep. is yep. going to
0: have the boldness yep. to confront and yep. to stand up and whatever. And so you're going to have to have all of that first mm. to be able
2: to be at that place to do it. So yeah. that's quite interesting. Mm. Well, just, uh, just a verse that I had down was James 1 verse 3. 12, and said, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Yeah. Yep. That's so, awesome. yeah, yeah, just
0: exactly yeah. what you're saying. And so yeah. if you love him, yeah, that's great. Mm. Um, and, you know, just going back to that scripture where we talked about, you know, he's he talking about being pure and blameless, so you can shine like stars as mm. you hold on to the word of love. I mean, how can we shine for Jesus if we shine the world darkness through our actions, And you know what? Grumbling and complaining is showing darkness and the lies of confessional faith and trust. It's Mm. the total opposite. Mm. Um, Romans 13, 14 again speaks about character. Um, Let's just see where it is. Yeah. Rather clothe. No, okay. Maybe 13, 14. Okay. I'll read it anyway. Rather clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. So, um, you know, when when you sin, you're making provision for your flesh, Mm -hmm. the gratifying. Um, You're providing the means necessary to carry out the sins that you want to commit. And, um, you know, we've talked about it's hard to exercise fruit, but you're the one that chooses. And that's where your character comes in, just making that choice. Hmm. All right. So what about... um, We've got here We've where got, Paul will just, we'll just be wrapping this up soon where he talks about, you know, he talks to them. He's, he's grateful for their prayers and stuff and, and, and that we need to pray for our brothers and sisters in difficulty. you got anything about that, girls? girls? Importance yes. Importance maybe <laughs> of praying for them.
2: <laughs> All right, go Deb. Um, I, <laughs> I actually wrote um, that I can't stress enough that don't pray that they'll get out of it. Yes. yes. I like that. That's um yeah. Pray God's will. Jude, yeah. Now, Jude knows how I pray for him. Yeah. when she goes, oh, Can you pray I for I'm me? Not, I'm like, Lord, she's not a son of a God. No. no, I'm sure she does. No. The same fact, thing Lord, me. she needs a bit more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it at her. I haven't no. thought of praying yet. <laughs> <laughs> yet. You know. um, no, but yeah, pray that God's, God's will be done. Not, yes. Yeah. Not. You know, or quite often somebody will say, oh, we'll can you just pray that own God own. would yeah. stop this? Yeah. Mm. 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 But that's, that's not you know the right prayer the to And you know it's the be best praying. thing for yeah. them often.
0: I mean, Jude and I have talked about this before, haven't we? We've talked about, you know, if even people come, like say someone's dying and they come and ask for prayer. Yeah. Mm. Even there, I will still not pray for healing. No. Yeah. I'll pray for God's will. God's will. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, I might say heal if it's your will, but often we just, you know, assume... Decide what our will is, what we would like to see, how mm. we would what we consider the best possible outcome, and we pray for that. Yeah, yeah. and if it's contrary to God's will, then basically we're just wasting time, aren't we? Yeah, on. Yep. 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 so that I love that, Debbie, and yeah. also you're not praying for people to get out of it because then they're going to remain spineless mm. basically and have no character. Yep.
2: Yeah, and the other thing was that we can pray for their strength. Yeah, yes. so for, yes. for strength for them for yep. God for their, to yeah, you know yeah. build up for their strength, strength and mm. and, for and their, encouragement and yeah, yeah yeah and that they will draw closer to Him yeah, yeah. 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 and you know um, Paul frequently
0: asked for prayer mm-hmm. because he knew how powerful prayer is and you know yeah. prayer has to be our first call not our last resort yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. not yeah. a last resort. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, none of us none can of do us. anything without God's help, and Paul knew that, and that's why he asked for prayer. And you know what, as well, as well. you know, when you're going through a difficult time, you've got to go through it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um but it's comforting as well to know that people are praying for you. Yes. yes. Even though, you know, God's not going to take you out, but they are praying, as you said, Debbie, yeah. for comfort and for, you know, for, for help and support yeah. and stuff and, and and really praying for someone, you're actually bringing them before the throne of grace. And I think that's, I love it when I hear that people are praying for me. I just find it so encouraging. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, the Bible tells us that Jesus lives to make intercession for us. He makes intercession in heaven. So if he's doing that for yeah, that's us, what I was how just important say. Yep. is it, you know? Mm. Mm. Um, and, and just as well, I talked, I think I was talking to Jude before we were recording just about, um, I know I was talking to someone else this so afternoon, mean it wasn't Jude, but I've probably said this, <laughs> but just that burden of praying, yeah. I get a, a burden to pray for someone and, you know, I actually fight for them yes. in the spiritual yeah. realm. And, um, you know, I had said to someone before that I was fighting for them and they almost sort of sneered at like, like, what do you mean? Or I haven't mm. seen yeah. you or you haven't done that. But. That kind of fighting for them is actually better than me going and sympathize or yeah, yes. yeah, under yeah. a rug or whatever. Um, it's doing more more good. And that costs me. Mm. Yes. But, you know, it's the best thing you can do. Yes. Mm. Yeah, so prayer is really, yeah, it moves mm. God's hand. It does. it does. And he knows what he needs, but he wants us to still come and ask him. Mm. And I think a big thing of it as well is because, If we can really start praying and you get to that point where you actually, you know, you might start off, oh God, get me out of this or take it over, but the more you just come into His presence, you should eventually move into okay. I actually submit yes to you. I don't have plenty of those prayers, <laughs> you know. Often it's often like Psalms, isn't it? Yeah. It changes, you might start yes. off ranting. I call it Psalms and according then, to Jude, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then it changes to that. And I think that's probably one of the reasons because he does know what we need and what we want, but I think that's one mm. of the reasons he wants us to come and ask, and I think. In that process, we'll often maybe you know if we pray long enough and don't get sulky because we're not getting where we will come into that submission, Yep. Mm. and that's probably what he's waiting for. Yep. So. It's in,
2: it's interesting to see how you know when when you when you are going through something like that and to see how God works. Like this, just little recently, you know, like I was thinking, oh, I was getting so annoyed at um. At my husband, actually, <laughs> and this will be a good test to see if he actually listens to this. Um, I was just, I was just a bit annoyed about a few things, and and I thought, you know what? It doesn't matter how much I ta- talk to him, it's not going to change. So I need yeah, to, yeah. you know, ask God to to, to talk change to him. you, Debbie. No, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't. I was like, God, you were if This right is something that He can, can. You please, yeah, talk to yeah. Him, talk yeah. to him about that, and um, yeah, and it was interesting to see. Like tonight, he um mentioned a few things to me and, and one thing he said is as, as I was walking out the door to come here, he, he said, Maybe I um how do I how do I download those podcasts that you're on? And I yeah. was like, Oh good. <laughs> so Brad, if you're listening, you'll have to let me know that you actually heard yeah, this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an enjoyed, and there's
0: lots more out there from before that were really good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna wrap it up there. So I just encourage you as well, um, in this coming week to just get into the word again, get into those scriptures in Philippians and but really you just take... take. anything that you have, take it before the Lord, Um, just pray, you know, you've got the Holy Spirit there to help you, he'll even help you when you don't know what to pray, and just it's it's just about surrendering yourself fully to God, isn't it, and just, you know, trusting him and and that he knows and he will turn it to good, I promise you he is faithful, so thank you for joining us, you can look us up on (laughs) www.lifehalfandhouse.net speak to you next time